Welcome back to the D3 Golf Guys podcast. We are back, and boy, do we have a great show for you tonight. With us tonight is last year's men's national championship coach, the head men's and women's golf coach at Carnegie Mellon, Mr. Dan Rogers. Our interview with Coach Rogers is great. You're going to love it. But but what you might love also is you might love a D3 Golf Guys t-shirt. And you might say, but guys, where do we go to get one? Well, let me tell you. We've got links out on Twitter. We've got links in Instagram. You can go to our website at D3 Golf Guys and go to our Tee Public site where you can order a t-shirt, a mug, anything with our D3 Golf Guys logos on it. Go there, support us, pick up your D3 Golf Guys merch. In fact, you'll even hear that Coach Rogers has his D3 Golf Guys t-shirt on during this interview. So be like Coach Rogers and support D3 Golf Guys with some merch. And now our interview with Coach Rogers. All right, joining us tonight, the head coach for Carnegie Mellon's both men and women's golf teams and the defending national championship coach, Coach Dan Rogers. Coach Rogers, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here tonight. Unfortunately, you're not the first Carnegie Mellon guy to come on the podcast, but uh, but but for those of you listening on the podcast, Coach Rogers is wearing his D3 Golf Guys uh, t-shirt, which is uh, is is pretty cool and awesome. It makes me think that maybe that, that had something to do with the national championship this past year. I, I'm not sure. It, it might have, you know, and I still have the uh, the D three golf guys towel you gave me. I carry mm-hmm. that occasionally whenever I'm playing in some tournaments myself. So, I like to to rep it. I actually had a, a gentleman this afternoon say to me, "He's like, what's on your shirt?" And I had to explain to him what it was, and then he was pretty pretty excited about it. So that's awesome. That is awesome. Well, yeah, and if, and for those of you that don't know, uh, Coach Rogers is actually one heck of a golfer himself. Uh, he's uh, has quite an accomplishment list uh, on here about uh, 2019 tied for third in the tri-state PGA section championship 2020 qualified for the PGA professional championship. So qu- quite a, quite the player in, in his uh, coaching days. And, and he was a three-year letter winner and two-year captain at slippery rock university. Uh, so coach Dan is a stick for those of you out there that don't know, but Let's talk a little bit more about coaching and coach. Congratulations. National championship last year. Yeah, it's been uh, kind of surreal, right? Um, it's weird to think about how it all happened. Uh, not that it happened itself, but just in like the aftermath of it. Right. We, we won, we get back late Friday night at that point here at campus, like there's nobody left. Everybody's gone. Right. There's really no fanfare or, or you know, like the ability to have a celebration, which is, was, was weird, um, I guess in some capacity. So it's going to be really cool. Um, all the upperclassmen are moving back in this weekend. We're going to have our first team meeting, uh, this coming Wednesday. So that'll be the, the first time we get everybody together, uh, since it really all went down. So, uh, it, it's going to be exciting to, to kind of live through this over the next few months where we get to do a ring ceremony at a football game and be introduced and, you know, all of that cool stuff. I mean, we did get to go to the White House in early June as part of the the championship day that they had, which was a lot of fun. I got to have uh, eight of the guys there with me, which was was great. We didn't get everybody, um, but that was a fun a fun experience to share with them and uh, and with my family as well, which was pretty cool. And some of the administrators and staff that went along, it was just a, a pretty cool experience. But you know, that being said, we got back at. 115 Friday into Saturday morning and my athletic director was waiting there for us and 
our dean of students was waiting there for us, which was pretty cool. Um, but you know, the place was a ghost town at that point, <laughs> you know, everybody else was gone. So it's going to be fun to kind of, I guess, live through the the celebration part of it once, once we get rolling here. Yeah. I think, uh, I think George Fox has already started kind of coming back on campus. And so the ladies out there who won, uh, were, were already kind of living it up and, and doing some very cool things. So uh, I'm expecting a lot of tags uh, on D for, for D3 golf guys on a lot of stuff coming out of, out of the greater Pittsburgh area. But, uh, you know, coach, it's funny because winning a national championship is never, you know, you never expect that. But I got to say, it really isn't a surprise for you guys. I mean, you've been in the top five for the last three solid years. I mean, if you look at and on both sides, men and women, I mean, yeah. th- th- there was a chance last year, you know, with, with the alternate schedules, I was like, coach Dan Rogers has a really good chance to pull the double. And I don't know that anybody's ever done the double. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know either. Like the same coach, obviously Methodist has won the same, you know, won it in the same year, but they've almost historically always had two different people running those programs. And, um, you know, so it could have been, right? Uh, don't think that it didn't cross my mind. Uh, <laughs> but but at the same time, right, you gotta you can't get ahead of yourself in, in some of those uh, cases. And it's still really hard to win. I think that's the one thing that we did learn through this whole process is that, it did become like, it is really tough to close it out. And and I've got to give like those guys that have won multiple championships, even just one, right. Um, to, to do it once and then to do it multiple times is, I mean, it, it's incredibly hard. Uh, things have to just work out the right way. I mean, the competition's so steep uh, in, in D3 now that, you know, really there's a number of teams every year that could win it. So you know, things just have to kind of go your your way. And, you know, one of the things I told my guys all year was we were building towards it. Like, it doesn't matter what we do to get there. It's that we're there. And then once we get there, that's what matters, right? There's only one trophy at the end of the year that matters. And, uh, you know, thankfully, we get to hold that one right now, I guess. So, that's right. Actually, get to keep it forever. They, they yes, have a new one every that's, year. That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know, I think you're right. And, you know, when I back in my day, you know, I was part of the Methodist winning 10 in a row <laughs> and, yeah. uh, uh, you know, so there was maybe three or four teams that could win it. I, you know, I think nowadays you're looking at there, anybody in the top 12 to 15, you know, could get a hot, hot week. I mean, look at you guys. I mean, winning the national championship, you guys came from a, a healthy number back yeah. to, to win it, um, which was great. And then I know on the women's side, you, you you were up there and and had some other stuff as well. So over the last three years, but just for just for the audience's sake, if we go back to twenty twenty one, Carnegie Mellon finishes fourth on the men, second on the women. The next year, sixth in the men, fourth in the women. Last year, first men, fourth women. So yeah. I mean, coach, I, there's something in the water in Pittsburgh uh, that's telling me that this is a, a great place to play golf. You know, t- tell us a little bit of how kind of the program evolved into this juggernaut in in a non-traditional space that we would go Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question point. Um, so I started about 10 years ago with the women's program uh, from scratch. I didn't recruit any of the freshmen that were there when I started, but uh, I took it over before it came of varsity sport. And then. Uh, three years into that, the guy that was here as a part-time coach. So I was still working in the golf industry here in Pittsburgh. The guy that was running the men's program was also working in the golf industry here in Pittsburgh. And 
decided he was leaving. Um, and then now he's teaching with Cameron McCormick down in Dallas, Nick Dunn. Um, he's an awesome instructor and he's helped me out quite a bit uh, in recent years. Actually, a few years ago when we had uh, the men and the women playing at the same time in the national championship, we called him in and he was what helped those guys finish fourth in West Virginia. So that was cool. But um, when he left, I went to my boss and I just said, listen, I love what I'm doing, but I'm going to have to make a decision. I can't do both programs in a part-time capacity and still work at a golf course as a, as a club professional. It just wasn't going to work. And thankfully he was able to make me full-time right then. And so from there, like I just, I talked to a lot of people, you know, coach Schoberg at, at Emory and coach Owen at Oglethorpe and coach Schreier at Huntington and, and coach Conley. Like, I mean, those guys have been pivotal to, to my success because they were mentors to me, coach Jessica at Washington and Lee coach Wesley at Rochester, right? Like, I've got this friend group of, of of fellow coaches that we like to kick each other's heads in when we are playing against each other. Right. I mean, we don't want to lose to each other, but at the end of the day, you know, I think we're all kind of in it together. And uh, those guys really helped me kind of develop my identity, but also like some best practices, I guess you could say. And so, and then also like, I just took some of my background and ran with it. And um, I don't know, it's worked. I mean, I've gotten some really good kids, really good players, uh, just good people right into the program and so we changed this whole culture to to say yes you can come to a very high-end academic school and that's going to be very tough while you're here uh it's going to be a grind but you can actually play really high golf high level golf at the same time and in a climate that wouldn't necessarily be conducive to to that so a lot of indoor stuff like that's one of the things that we've really focused on trying to find ways to be creative indoors, um, you know, fundraising for technology, you know, it started with the uh, Foresight GC quad three, four years ago, and then evolved into buying a track man a couple of winters ago. And so now we have both and flash forward here another nine months from now, we're going to move into our new athletics complex, which is going to be fantastic. We're going to have our own little space, not little, it's going to be, you know, 1500 square feet plus of uh, team space for just us. That's going to be outfitted with three track man bays and uh, putting and lockers. I mean, it's, it's going to be the next evolution of what we can do in a Northern climate um, against teams that maybe don't have the same, uh, you know, hurdles to cover that, that we do. We're going to need a good trophy case there now, coach. I think so. You got to start, you got to, you got to, you may have to go back to those and go, wait, wait, hold on. We need a trophy case for for these big uh, NCAA trophies that they, that they dish out. Uh, Yes. Well, that's great. Um, you know, I think one of the things that I notice, especially on your men's men's side, but but even on the women's side, that you guys recruit nationally and even internationally. Talk to us a little bit about sort of, you know, y- y- how you go about looking for kids and talking about a little bit about your recruiting process as a whole, because I think division three is just different for everybody. And it's one of the things that, you know, I think we're going to try to talk a little bit more about with the coaches as we kind of go forward, because I think a lot of people are interested. How does my kid get recruited? How does that stuff work? Yeah, good question. And it's complicated. Uh, I'm not sure there's a real easy answer, at least for us, because I know it's different for us than it is for other schools that we play against, because, you know, they got to be out on the road down in the pavement, so to speak, trying to find kids that they can, um, you know, that can play and then, you know, work at getting them in where we're probably the opposite, where we have to figure out if we can get them in or they can get in first. And then the golf part of it becomes really important. Um, you know, regardless of how good they are, if they don't have the grades and the marks, they're not going to get in. 
Uh, so we get that question a lot of, well, can you help people get in? Well, no, maybe, right? If you're within the window of what we would typically admit for a student athlete or a student, then yes, we could probably support somebody. But for the most part, like we got to have somebody that has the grades, the marks, the high school curriculum, that kind of stuff. So it it is complicated. And the fact that we do recruit nationally and internationally, you know, that that's a complicating factor to it all. Like um, I often tell recruits that there's a pretty good likelihood I will not see you play live until you come and play for me. Um, and there's only a couple kids in my program now that I did see play, play live before, you know, they came and played for me. So it's not an end all be all. Honestly, most of the time, what I'm telling them is if I'm coming to see them, I'm coming to see them because I want to see how they're going to react to their parents, to the staff members that are running the tournaments, the tournament officials, the other kids, right? Um, four years is a long time to spend with someone. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking for any knuckleheads. It's just to say that, right? Looking right. for kids that are going to be good, good people, good students, you know, good teammates. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a very complicated answer because there's so many metrics that go into figuring out who can be a, a CMU golfer. Well, I, I've uh, the Division Three rumor mill has been uh, running wild already this season, and and rumor is that Carnegie got three or more pretty stud freshmen. Any uh, any any truth to the rumors that were that we're hearing out there? Well, I mean, you never know how eighteen year olds are gonna or nineteen year olds, however old they are, seventeen when they get here, right? How they're gonna react, right? Um, heck, you never know what the nineteen and twenty and twenty one and twenty two year olds are gonna do whenever they're here, right? Uh, but yeah, so the three kids that we have that are here now on campus that um, you know I haven't seen a play yet. That's gonna start next week when we start doing some qualifying and all that other stuff. But um, they're good. I mean, they come from good pedigrees, so. And they've had good success as junior golfers and, and big events. And so we'll see. I, I have a lot of hope. And we only lost, we lost Henry, right. who was part of that national championship team. Um, and so we're returning everybody else. Plus, we had some guys that were part of the group uh, that are here. So it's going to be exciting to see kind of how it goes. Apologize. There goes the dog. No, you're good. Didn't even hear it. You're, you're, you're good. Uh Okay, so rumors confirmed Carnegie's loaded. That that's what I just heard. Uh we knew they were, we're turning loaded. that back. Okay, well. Know. Yeah. Okay, coach. That but was we're gonna the be softball. good. I, yeah, I would expect <laughs> us to be competitive. Let's just say okay. that. Okay. So uh here's that was the softball question. Here is the hard question that you do not want to answer, but we're gonna have to ask it because this is hard hitting hitting sure. big J journalism here. Absolutely. You've got two top five teams. Which one has the better chance of winning a national championship this season? Both. <laughs> how, about, how about that? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I actually, I believe, I believed it really. I believe the last year, right? Um, I think last year was the first time in recent memory that I, I thought that they were fairly comparable um, with the opportunity to win. Uh Again, and that is only because the D3 men's landscape is probably a little bit deeper from top to bottom. So there's more teams that can win. Um, I think on the women's side, it's a little a little different. Um, but the guys, I just kind of saw it happening last fall with how we were playing and we were moving around lineup, you know, making lineup changes and stuff with who was in and who was out. Um, and I was like, okay, I, I think we're we're knocking on the door here, right? Anything can happen. Uh, and, and obviously it did, but I would say that they're both going to be again, very, very competitive. It's a long season. 
you never know how it's all going to play out. Somebody could get hurt, you know, it's, you just don't know. Right. Yep. So, but I would expect both to be very competitive in both of the landscapes um, as they have been in recent years. Well, we, uh, we here at D three golf guys are counting on that. Uh, like there's like, there's no doubt that, that your teams are going to be ready to go. Okay. Coach. Every time we have a coach on, we try to give them a chance to pitch your school for recruits and everything else. So, you know, this is your opportunity. Pitch us the, the opportunity to come to Carnegie Mellon and play golf. Yeah. So I think the big thing here is, is if you want to be competitive nationally, if you want to get to play uh, some really high end golf courses uh, against the best competition in division three, um, get on a plane a number of times a year uh, and play a division one style uh, schedule uh, at a division three school and get one of the best educations you can find in the world then we're the place for you, right? If you want to be an engineer or business student or economics or statistics, or, I mean, I can go down the whole list um, of, of the things that the school is very, very good at. Um, I could do that, but uh, you know, it's well, a world renowned uh, institution of higher learning and they'll be pushed to levels that they probably didn't know they could get pushed to um, on the academic front. And then, you know, on the golf side, we're going to compete for a national championship every year. I mean, that's our plan. I'm, I don't hide from that. I would tell anybody that I was in the room with uh, other coaches at other programs that that's the case. And I hope they would say the same thing to me. So, you know, I, I just think we have a really good thing going here. We're, we're building on it. Um, great news. Uh, I actually, I don't think that even my players know this yet, but uh, I was given the go ahead yesterday. We're going to hire a full-time assistant, which is huge for us um, and huge for them, right? It's, it's bigger for them than it is for me, but um, that's just another set of eyes, another coach to be with them, to to work with them, to travel with them, all that good stuff. So it's exciting and and it's an exciting time to be at Carnegie Mellon. Uh, like I said, the new athletics complex, $120 million building that's going to be completed next summer is going to be ready for those freshmen coming in next fall. And, um, and you know, we're, we're going to be ready to go. All right. I'm ready to come sign up coach. Uh, it, by the way, if anybody wants to be the assistant coach, uh, you get to go to Laurel Valley a couple times a year. So, uh, it, it might be worth it just for that alone. Uh, Speaking of which, Coach, uh, at one of these times, we're going to need to coordinate. D3 Golf Guys going to need to be live at uh, Laurel Valley rep uh, reporting from the Tartan Invitational here one of these days. So we're doing that this fall. Um, it's going to be in October. So if you're going to be available, let me know, and we'll try to figure something out. Because uh, I don't know how many more of these we're going to get to do. That's okay. That's the, always the biggest question is, is how that's going to go. But we're really excited. we got a strong field, uh, 15 teams. Uh, you know, it's, it's, they're going to do it the Laurel Valley way as they have every time we've been there. And, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, that's great. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've looked at your guys' schedule at, you guys have, you know, the best, one of the best schedules in, in the entire country. You guys in the fall are going to be everywhere that we're going to be paying attention to. Uh, so again, you know, coach Dan, I've known you for a long time, uh, <laughs> You know, you're one of my favorite guys. I'm I'm so happy for you. And when you when I, you know when you guys won, I was just uh, thrilled and and you know over the moon for you. So thanks for coming on the podcast and uh, good luck to you this year. And uh, maybe you can win another one. Maybe I appreciate you having me on, Mike. I'm looking forward to seeing you down the road. Uh, you know, excited to see that you're doing this and and happy to chime in. So I appreciate you having me on. Perfect. Thanks, Coach.
Sir!